Sabah Resmin, Sabah Khair from Bethlehem. The sun is back. There's beautiful vegetables of season. And one of them is the green courgette, so the small Palestinian green courgettes. And they're wonderful. They're so tasty. A lot of people say courgettes don't have a strong taste. I beg to differ. Um, courgettes are just wonderful. So we have the courgettes, the tomatoes are nice now, and the recipe we're going to do today is a recipe that my grandmother used to do for very hot days of summer, and it's called mafrusa. Mafrusa means the squashed one because the recipe itself is squashed and it's basically courgettes, tiny bit of tomatoes, roasted and we finish with another fetish product I have which is Leban Jamid. So for this recipe, for mafrusa, you need eight small courgettes, two medium-sized tomatoes, four garlic cloves, two tablespoons of olive oil, 150 grams of lemon jamit, and another tablespoon of olive oil, which we'll use at the end. To start, preheat your oven at 180 degrees, and then you chop the courgettes around a centimeter, centimeter and a half thickness rounds. For the tomatoes, you can either blanch them or peel them. I prefer blanching them. So you just boil a pot of water. Once it's boiling, put the tomatoes in, give them a boil, take them out, pass them under very cold water, and then you peel them very easily. And there you just cube them into large cubes. In a baking tray, you put the tomatoes, the courgettes, and then the whole garlic cloves unpeeled. And you drizzle with the olive oil, the two tablespoons of olive oil. You cover with some silver foil and you put it in the oven for around 35, 40 minutes. They have to cook until they're like very, very soft. In the meantime, you take your lemon meat, put it in a bowl and cover it with hot water. Here we're rehydrating the lemon meat because we need it as a sauce that we're going to be integrating in the recipe. Once your courgettes, tomatoes, and garlic are done, you take them out of the oven. You put them in a bowl. So what you do is you squash the garlic out of, the, of their skins. We need the garlic cream, the courgettes, the tomatoes. And you make sure when you're taking them out of the baking tray, you leave the water that seeped through them at the bottom of the tray. We want them, they're already quite humid. We don't need to be taking the, their cooking water with them. Put them at the bottom of a large bowl and with a fork, you squash them 
But don't squash them finally. We're not trying to do a mutabal. We want them to still be a bit chunky. So the, the center of the courgettes will become the essence of the, the smoother part of the, of the salad. And the parts next to the skin will be like larger chunks. And the same thing with the tomatoes and the garlic, and then you mix them well. And here you add the lavender meat. You mix the lavender meat with the, the vegetables, and you taste. If it's too dry, you can add a bit of that initial released juices, so the juices which are the olive oil and the juices of the vegetables. You can add a bit of it. I don't add salt because I think the lavender meat brings enough saltiness to the, to the salad. You leave it to cool outside and then you cover it with dine and wrap and put it in the fridge for at least three hours. The nice thing about the salad is it does have these very intense tastes, but it's extremely refreshing. Once you're ready to serve, take it out, put it in a nice plate, drizzle some olive oil, and then you can dip into the plate with nice warm tabun bread. Very often in Bethlehem, at the peak of summer, we used to have a spell of a few days where it was very, very hot. We've just had that last week where we had a couple of days where it was 40 degrees. And I remember going to my grandparents' house and that would be lunch. My grandmother usually cooked more elaborate lunches, but when it was very hot, she'd often do mafrusa because it has this like very refreshing taste. And it's a complete meal. It has the dairy, the lebanjamid, and, and its proteins. It has fantastic vegetables, and of course, a lot of olive oil. The funny thing with this recipe is that it's a recipe that did not disappear, but has lost a bit of its glory. And yesterday, before doing the, the recipe this morning, I asked a few people around me, and, and one person on my team said, oh, yes, I know that recipe, my grandmother does it. And another person had never heard of it. And in my family, we still do it because it reminds us of my grandmother and we just have this like very acquired taste for it. I have to say, the Lebanjamid I've used for it is this year's Lebanjamid, so it's this season's Lebanjamid, and it was graciously offered to me by a dear friend who was a guest at the beginning of Sabah al-Yasmin, Sliman Mlihat. Sliman comes from... Arab Ramadan originally in the south of Palestine. And his family are known to be doing some of the best Lebanjamid in Palestine. I was very lucky to receive that first batch of their Lebanjamid that I had just tried. And when I received them, they were, they were brought by a friend of their family, you know, we're still under semi-lockdown and, and movement is quite difficult. And as soon as I had them in my hands, the smell was just so addictive.
I couldn't resist. I took one piece of the lemon jamid and just bit the tip off. It's fantastic. And what I love with this is that you're really preserving a tradition. If you want to find out more about Lebanon Shamid, I do invite you to listen to the podcast where we host Sliman Dehad and another podcast where we host Omar Sartawi, who's done fantastic things with Lebanon Shamid also. I wish all of you a safe and great day. Sabah al-khair, sabah al-yasmin from Bethlehem.